You're currently listening to Sit Down On The Go. An interview broken down into its simplest form. So now you can dive into the mindset of positive and influential people. Anywhere you are, we are. We are. We are Sit Down. Sit Down. Sit Down. We are Sit Down On The Go. Sit Down On The Go. We are Sit Down On The Go. Come Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Sit Down. We're here with Gaith. Gaith, how are you doing? <laughs> good? Yeah, good, I'm good, I'm good. Amazing. Gaith is an entrepreneur and a business owner. He owns two businesses, uh, Wish Restaurant and Lounge and Petricor. That's it, right? Petricor. Petricor. <laughs> Designs and Developments. Um, Gave we always kick off with your four matches. What are your four matches? Family, structure, ambition, and result. Amazing. Let's kick off with family. Yeah. Family is instrumental to a lot of people's lives, man. And like, how instrumental are they to you? I would say, first, I thought it was a bit cliche to say, okay, family is one mm. of the four fundamental things. But then... It is what changed my whole aspect of working and and how to work in life. Mm. <clears throat> Before, so Petrichor, we started it four years ago. For three years, there wasn't much business going through it. The second that I directed it on and worked towards making a better life for me and my family, that's when it started to become successful. That's when I had a why. So I found my why, that was my why, and it's, that's what I was doing it for. And that's when it, I started working, putting my head down, and just seized every opportunity. Because every opportunity that came, no matter what it was, it was that one step closer to making my life and people's life around me much better. So that's why family is very fun- fundamental, to, to be honest with you. Amazing, man. And could you give us a little bit more detail on what... What is Petrichor Designs and Development? So we are A to Z in construction. Um, we do everything from interior design to planning permission to actually executing the job. So we have either investors that own a few properties or we have first-time buyers or we have people even sourcing properties that we can do because we have an off-market basis that we, we deal with as well. So it's from getting a property either under market value, refurbishing it and putting it on the market again, or getting a property under market value, refurbishing it and getting a higher rental value as a long-term investment. Mm. So we do we do both things. Uh, even first-time buyers, they want to refurb their house to their dream home. We also do that. Our interior design, obviously, we've got our interior design team and we could literally design houses and commercial properties. So we do it with both. Was that your first business that you've um, that you've started? No. First solid company, everything in place, yes. But um, first go at business, no. 
I've tried a lot of things and um, throughout the years and this was one of the ones that I bit, I held on and I, I rode it through. It was the, obviously you had the get rich quick schemes, you had, oh, if I buy this and I sell this, and if I get this from China and I sell it here. and These things did happen from the age of like 18 to 22, where it was, what can I get as products and what? And the why the mentality was wrong, it was, <clears throat> I was trying to get rich quick. Mm. It wasn't a case of, I'm seeing it through and building it slowly, 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 slowly. It was no, I want to be a millionaire tomorrow. And that was the problem. And that was it. And so that mentality of trying to get rich quick and you finally found the whole family aspect of it, yeah. which grounded you? It grounded me a lot. It grounded me a lot. It was one of my mentors said something to me. He said, Keith, you're trying to run. He said, the old way of doing business, you walk. Because when you run and you fall, you fall hard. But if you walk and you fall, you could get back up. So it was a lot of trying very small, very small scale business things. So like I said to you, buying things from China, selling it here, it done very well, but it will do well once. Mm. And then it would go down. And that's what I realized. It's persistence is the main thing. And you take that slow. You don't, you never go all in. And that's, that's, that's the most important things that I see now. And these, they're not going to be my only two businesses. I'm still looking to open businesses. I'm still looking for uh, investment opportunities. Is anything that's popping up, I'm just like, boom, I sit down, do the numbers. And what I've learned from the past few years, I sit there and go, okay, is it right for me to do or is it wrong for me to do? So it's been a lot of learning, 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 learning experiences throughout the years. And, and it's just molded me to be able to look at a business and say, can it work? And it's not just the case of what I know, it's from what other people understand. I take a lot, I speak to a lot of people about it, is, or people that are in the field, how do you do this? What do you do then? How does this happen? And then what I see myself from other businesses and how they work, and I just put that into place and would it work? And it's, it's a yes or no, and, and nothing but that. And that's what's very important to me is having a clear view my clear goal is family my clear goal is for all of us to have a good life and be, be relaxed and not work with them have financial freedom at the same time with that clarity comes i need to make the right decisions where it's not i'm just thinking about myself anymore and thinking oh i want to go to this nightclub tonight so i have to make this much money or mm -hmm. i want to go and wear that watch or i want to have that car i need to make this about how do i take all five of us from this stage to stage two and from stage two to stage three and that's what gives me the clarity in, in, in looking for business and investment opportunities. That's amazing, man. And continuing with your mantra of family, you know, you've opened Wish Lounge. Yeah. November? The doors opened in... Early November? September the 6th. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> September. September 6th. And you opened it with two other owners. Yeah. So is family for you blood only? Or would you class those around you who helped you open the business and worked with you as family as well? A hundred percent, a hundred percent I'll class them as family. When when I talk about my immediate family, mm. but then also as a collective group of friends that we are, that I also have a second family. And for that collect group is I also want the best for them. I also want them to strive at everything that they do. I want them to be the best and I see us as an image of one, 
So if we're all doing well, or if one of us at least is doing well, in my eyes we're all doing well. And thankfully we've been we've been very blessed. And as a group of brothers, we've been very blessed. And we've all found our strive and what we're very good at. So we're on that on that same journey where it's how do we excel? How do we excel? How do we excel? And we do sit down as a group and go. Three years ago, where were we? Four years ago, where <laughs> were we? We were just chilling. We were like, we were sitting there scratching our heads. What are we gonna do? Mm. What is our aim in life? And we all went through it together, where we all found our why, and we all found what we're good at, and and that just and seeing each other do well, and that's the difference with our group. It was never where you'd see from outside is this. There was no jealousy. It made you happy for your brother to be doing well. It mm. made you happy for your best friend to be doing well. It made you so much happy and it made you strive with them. And it made you want to have your goal with them. And it, like, you all want to be there together. You mm. all want to be, like, as an example, you all want to be on that yacht together. You all want to be in that penthouse together. You, everything is together. So... 100% there, there are a few guys around me That I definitely Definitely find as family And we've been there We've been together From day one And it's literally now It's, it's When I meet new people I'll get along with them or, But I still sit there And think He wasn't with me Shooting in the gym bro <laughs> Like We was back there Chilling literally yeah. Like this Splitting 10 pounds Splitting 20 pounds And going How are we going to have lunch Like yeah. Like What are we going to do tonight Like we ain't got money To go out for example So yeah. And that goes back. That goes back nearly ten years now. So is we've been through everything together, and hundred percent, hundred percent, a class of family. Hundred percent. Amazing, man. And you know, you, you spoke about, you know, shooting shots and trying to get rich quick, and that kind of moves us on to structure, man. Yeah. When did you notice or realize that structure was important for what you want to do regarding business? <laughs> what was funny was this. It was. I'll give you a few examples of, of, of what we've done in the past or what I've done in the past. It was like, as soon as the iPhone headphones came out, bought white ones from, like white headphones from China, put them online. Didn't say Apple, but I said white headphones for sale. Then I bought, I think it was about a thousand of them at 50p. Sold each one at 10, 12, 15 pound. And I was like, yo, Doing well, like it was selling out on eBay, so I was like doing well. And I made sure in the description everything it just said white headphones, nothing to do with Apple. And I got a letter from Apple saying you need to take this product down because of how much we were selling online. It was like you need to take this product down. I said okay, so that it was like okay, it worked once, but then I can't continue it. Then it was another thing like I tried, I bought a container of printers. It was literally yeah, I was literally sitting down on the computer going. How can I make money? I've got like a thousand pound. What can I do? I was on the auction website and there was like a container of damaged or repaired printers. And so it was like, a, um, I forgot what they were called. It was like stock that hasn't sold or stock that. So when they have a pallet, if one item is damaged, the whole pallet goes for sale. So I bought a whole pallet of, uh, a whole container sorry, of printers and... They sat in my mum's dining room for about <laughs> eight months. I sold about three online. I'm sitting there going, okay, how, like, how, what can I do? Yeah. So it's, the internet is the devil sometimes. <laughs> right? Like you sit there and you go, like you don't ask, how do I make money? Like you sit there and go, okay, if I do this, I can make money. And then you go deep into it. But then from that same website, for example, I bought a, a watch 
about £600 and I sold it for £3,000. So you'd get your nicks and picks, but it's, it was, it was, it was, it was shooting in the dark, honestly. Yeah. It was literally, if you just see it as, you had a gun, each bullet's a pound, you just shoot it, shoot, and you're just hoping to hit something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then, and then, and to get something. And then I think that's why now the success of Petra Chore is down to building it in four years. It was down to, for three years, we done no business. I done no business. I was still working in places and I was still um, do, working jobs doing that. But them three years, it was getting the websites done, building a clientele list, um, getting the right insurance in place. How do I build up my trade accounts? Where can I get credit from in, in terms of, of building materials? Um, so all these things had to go into place. And then I was sitting with people that had a 25 year running construction business and we're on the same table and I hadn't done any business um, for example us being on there we, we uh, registered with Construction Link so Construction Link you could be subcontracted so if a big project is taken on we need it, the walls painted we could go in and then I put my team just on painting the walls so when we when we done that with Construction Link Paul Hemming, he called me in and he's the owner. So he sat down with me and he said, look, this is a startup. So Construction Link was a startup. And he said, what, what is your aim in this? And I said, look, I'm trying to subcontract for myself. I'm, I want to be the main contractor. I want to be the one bringing the people and saying, I need this painted and I need these bricks laid and I need the plumbing done and I need the electricity done. So he said, look, we could speak on what the plans are. And then he gave me a free membership to it. So he said, look, you're young, you're trying, you've got a few potential contracts coming up. He took me off a subcontract, he put me on the contractor's uh, list, and then I would be able to advertise for jobs. So I could literally take on any project after that. And it, it meant from a project of it just being flat ground and having to be built as a huge 10-story building, I can then execute that. And I didn't need the experience, I didn't need... I could have all the right people in the right, in the, in the same place and and get that done, and it was a lot. It was, it was a big shock to people when I started bringing them on projects, and um, they were seeing how young I was, and it was that. But they weren't that big scale projects yet. It was like just do that bathroom and or just do that hallway or let's lay some carpet here. But at the same time, it was still people were shocked on. How old are you? Twenty one and. It's your company? And I said, yeah. And through that and through marketing and through online and, and through word of mouth, then Hedge Magazine contacted me and they said, we want to have you in the magazine. So we had our section in Hedge Magazine. From Hedge Magazine, then I got invited to the Salon QP. It was like a watch event where I then networked through people. So they brought me in as a guest, introduced me to everybody. And it was like all the classy and expensive watches that they had and everything else like that. So you had all the, all the, I don't know if to call them independent jewelers that were around and they were mainly bespoke watches and bespoke jewelry. So the crowd I was thrown into, it wasn't, oh, I'm doing my friend's flooring and it wasn't, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the kitchen done for a family friend or it was, 
this person has got a portfolio of 100 million pound worth of property and that person's got a portfolio of 20 million pound worth of property so when they're asking me what do you do for a living i'm saying i'm a contractor i refurb i put on the market i get off market i i do the a to z in property and construction and the reason why i can do that is because one of my get rich quick schemes was working in an estate agency well, i worked there for for a few months and i thought i knew it all i thought i learned everything and then I went and I left them and then independent, independently sold my first property. And it was at 4.2 million. The commission was 2%. I said, yep, I'm 84,000 pound richer. Sitting there waiting, 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 waiting. Solicitors doing the paperwork. No money comes into me. Contacted why? I had the wrong things on the contract. And that was a big, big, big learning like lesson. I was like, wow. That was a lesson that I just paid £84,000 to learn it. And it was just a simple mistake. So whether even if it was £84 that I lost out, it would have been the same lesson. But I'm happy I learned it then, then learning it afterwards because it could have been for greater amounts and it could have been for bigger contracts. So paperwork contracts them things had to be put in place and then I put them in place and yeah then I was introduced to the right people to do to, to, to do the work and then where it was I was in control I was in control of the design okay this property's up for rent and this is the budget what can you do with it this is what I expect and it was me with my will and what I knew and uh, what I understood in, in the past four years on how can I get it done? And how can I make the most money doing it? Mm. It's not necessarily just getting the job done. It was, how do I give the client that satisfaction that it's done to top end, but at the same time, me and him are both happy. And I think I was I was very, very fair with, with all my clients. Even, even we had the, the, the contracts in the Museum of London, we had contracts in Museum of Docklands, so we've done government contracts as well as a company. And for us yeah. to be recognize where we can get that it was it was it, that was the point in my life and i said okay you're onto something okay you've got the correct and when i say structure i mean you need to start from foundation mm. like if you build a building and i'm not saying because i'm talking to construction but literally if you build a building with no foundation or collapse so it's getting the foundation correct, it's getting the right paperwork in place, it's, it's getting the right insurance in place, it's making sure your staff know about safety and, and what, what shoes to wear and, and what safety gear to wear for them to be able to work on them sites. So I think putting them things in, in, in place, it was it, it made us recognised and, and I was able to get these contracts that it literally, it, from, I would say, not the December that went, the December last year, that's that's when everything started to pick up for me. And it just became intense and it became 18 hour, 20 hour days. And it was work in the daytime on one of my sites and in the nighttime we've got a, a job at the museum. So, and I was there as well. Two different teams, but the same person running it. Mm. And the hustle was there like, like no, I'm not going coming out today. I need to go work. And it was literally that. It was like my beard was growing, my hair was growing and it was, it was just it was grind mode. It was like I went and that's when I went when I saw what I was gaining from it, that's when I went into the mode of grind. That's it. You've got it. Yeah. Do it. And that was it. And that tireless hustle, man, you know, I was watching 
a short clip on your Instagram and it was like you said, I'm an I'm a natural born <laughs> hustler. Yeah. Which nicely brings us on to ambition, which is your third mantra. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> you know, going getting thrown into the deep end in these in these like the, those places that had portfolios for like a hundred million pounds yeah. and construction links like you said, they yeah. noticed yeah. the ambition that you had, man. Talk to us a bit more talk to us a little bit more about your your ambitions and your ambition as a as a as a thing that pushes you forward. With ambition is it's a good trait for people to have. Um, I don't just judge it upon myself. Mm. It's if I'm speaking to somebody and they have the ambition there, I know what they're worth. If I'm sitting down speaking to somebody and they, they start trying to start a business and I can see the ambition and I can see the grind, the same grind that I had, mm. if I see that in them, I'm sitting down and I'll talk to them like they're a business owner, like I would always give them that respect. Where it's a case of it's not just something that's being said. You need the drive. You need that push. Like one thing my mom used to always say to me, because there was a point where I was down and I was depressed and, and everything else like that. It was my mom used to say to me, it was nothing's gonna come to you. You can't sit and wait for anything. It's like even if you think God's gonna reward you, you're not gonna be rewarded by sitting down. You need to go out there and do something about it. And that's when it became of working different jobs and and trying different fields. And it was literally every job I went to in the, in the same in the same cast. What I said was, if I get there and I master it, and it's how do I get to the top? And for example, I worked for QuickUp and they hired me as an order placer. So it was I'd call up, say, hey, can we get? two burgers, chips, for the driver to come and pick it up. Mm. And so they, they work on the same basis, like delivery and everything else like that, but they were a bit more manual. That's where I started. A few months later, I'm team leader. A few months later after that, they then given me shares in QuickUp. So it's, that's, that is my aim, is when I go into something, is how do I become the best and, and the, the best person at it? And it was, I'm not going to name the company, but a very big company contacted my company and said, we want to subcontract you for this work. And it was a huge like project and it would, would have been very easy for me to do. But I declined it and they gave me a very good offer and I declined it and they said, why? And I said, I don't want to be subcontracted. I want to be the contractor. I want to have that build. I want to be that development. And that's... And no money that you're going to wave in front of me is going to change that. It's my ambition is there for me to become that. I can't sell myself short. And um, yeah, and that's, that's, that's the main thing is never sell yourself short. Know what you're worth. You could have some comfort today from doing it. But then later on down the line, your company's not going to grow as that. Mm. So that's, that's very important to me is, is knowing your worth, having that ambition. And just pushing and pushing and perseverance. It's not going to come to you. You can't go, for example, not, not that I look like I go to the gym or anything, but you can't go to the gym for one day and expect a result. Mm. Or even if you get that little pump here, that one day pump and it's gone. But it's, you need to go, you need to eat right, you need to train right, you need to set your days, you then need to organise everything on this day is for that, that day is for this, I need to do cardio here. And I, that's the simplest way for me to put it. Is if you're going to go to the gym, you have to 
sit there and organize it. Mm. You can't just jump into it and then do it because you're going to get injured. You can't just go there and go for one day and expect you're going to have a six pack. It's you have to bit by bit by bit by bit by bit. And that's the ambition is you want to have that good body or you just want to be healthy. Is that's the ambition of that's what well, that's your ambition. My ambition is very different to yours. My ambition is rather than going to the gym, is I sit here every day and it's how do I improve my company? What is the next steps? What is the five year plan? I sit there and look at these things and it's what can I do where I make money for investors and I make money for myself and we're both happy, I'm not gonna be greedy. Mm. It's I want everybody around me to be happy. It's it's never the thing is it's never been about the money. Never. It was never about oh no, it was about the status. It was about the respect that you get from because when you used to speak to my to, to my family and it's oh so when people used to say to mom, oh so what's Raif doing now? Yeah, he's you know, he's looking for jobs. <laughs> he's he left uni and he's uh, and it was changing that to when well, now you oh what's Raif doing? Well, so it's having that there is 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 it's never been about it's literally never been about the money don't get me wrong it comes with it that's what everybody works for as mm. well but it's something that i'm good at it's something that i can do it's something that i enjoy doing i enjoy like for example with the wish with the wish we were all involved in the build me zana and moose we were all involved in, in the build but that's a prime example of taking something that was it was just, it was just a it was a warehouse that had two floors in it and then leaks here and then the electrical wires hanging everywhere and you had to knock demolish that and you had to put that down then you had to redo the structure of this and then we had to put structural support beams and then when you walk into it and it's just, it's a beautiful place and it's that is what I love is that transformation is and that goes with any build that I do. Hmm. <clears throat> Is having that transformation there. And especially with that one, I was doing it with near enough my best friends. So it was enjoyment that I'm doing it with them and they're seeing how I like the work. And it's even when we're sitting down all together and it's, people would sit there and go, oh, wow, you've you done a really good job. And we sit there and go, yeah, when we walked in here, we didn't expect it to be like this. Like we yeah. sat there, like, we didn't expect it to be like this. Or there was points halfway through, we were sitting there going, I don't see this place opening. Yeah. So, uh, so, it's, it, and that's, that, that goes back down to that, it's that ambition, and it's that push, and it's that, where, where then it was, we were all pushing on each other. Like, we were keeping each other going through it, mm. instead of when it's just, on my jobs, it was me trying to keep myself going, and me trying to keep my sanity going. Is I had friends that were like, look, and even there was points where, he would want to quit, or he would want to quit, I don't want to quit, and say, bro, I'm, I'm, and it's like, Relax. Take a couple of days of them as well. Relax. Take a couple of days. And then we just helped. We pushed each other through it. And it was it was a huge task. And what we'd done in four months, it was it was massive. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's what it goes down to, to be honest with you. Yeah, man. And it's beautiful the way you just linked three of your mantras. Ambition, <laughs> yeah. family, and structure, man. Yeah. And, like, you know, you spoke about how you transformed Wish into this desolate from this desolate like warehouse yeah. to this beautiful like it's it's quite amazing really man it really is and guys like I really think you should check it out man it's it's man it's amazing like it's <laughs> amazing and you know I don't mean to make it put like a down sharp on it but it's kind of like a metaphor for your life isn't it hundred percent hundred percent you were you you spoke you briefly like touched upon depression yeah. you know you've had 
like trouble in the past and like just like talk to us about that like talk to us about how like you know you've switched you switched your life the same way you switched switch yeah well without going into too much <laughs> <laughs> well <clears throat> like i've we've all had our teenagers we've all done whatever we've done in our teenagers we've all made mistakes mm. uh, i made a mistake when i was younger i ended up getting a criminal record my biggest push on having my own business and having my own company and being the boss was exactly this. There was a point I had zero in my pocket. I didn't even have money to put fuel on my car. Like, I was down and out, gone. And I'm sitting there going, like, what's, what am I gonna do? And I applied for a job as a Amazon courier, like, I think they're drivers where they pick up the boxes and everything else, and then you go drop them off. I applied and they declined me. They said, you got a criminal record. And I was like, this is literally a job that everybody's getting. And I've been told no also. And then that was when it was like, yo, wake up now. Like now that is your only option. Is you've done your mistakes in the past. You've done what you've done. That's not, that's not you anymore. That's, that's what it literally comes down to and it comes down to that quote that we were speaking to earlier yeah. every great story doesn't have to have a great past it's literally, that's, that's it you can't judge me off my past you can't tell me anything about my past or who I was or what I've done that's there and it's just transforming that and that, that's, that, that was the biggest thing and that's the that's, I'm proud of that because that's my story mm. and I've got something to say yes i done that I wasn't born with it or not that I and not that I ever would like take it down on somebody because they were born with it. That that's fine. But I'm saying to you, me, I wasn't. It was me. It was my hustle. It was my push. It was my ambition. It was it was me putting that in place. What created it, and then and that's what it comes down to when I say to you, result is result is 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 me sitting there going, this is what I've accomplished, but this is not even the beginning for me. Mm. With me, it's so much more. That's it. Well, you touched on the fourth <laughs> mantra, really, didn't it? <laughs> you touched on it, man. Like, and I guess, I guess the question is, really, when will you be satisfied with the result? Man will never be satisfied. Man will never be satisfied. I'll tell you that, honestly. And I don't mean man as in like man, like, I mean, it's a, it's a quote, it's man, a quote like, man as, as in mankind will mm. never be satisfied. And it goes down to a quote of this, if you give uh, mankind two values of gold, he will desire a third. Mm. But then it's having that under control. So, um, <laughs> it really sounds like man's not satisfied. <laughs> but yeah, um, you, you would never be satisfied. There's, there's some people that, I wouldn't say they're satisfied, they're content with what they have. Mm. Like if they have a small family and if they have a home. And, and to me, that is it's very beautiful to be like that. I would have loved to have been like that. But the way my brain is powered is, no, I need, I need it all. Do you think you'll ever find satisfaction? No. No? The, what I chase in satisfaction, you could never be satisfied. It sounds like very dark, but it's, it's not. But that's my push. My push is, is there that end goal? Is my push is, like, what if Bill Gates stopped at 5 million? 
Mm. I said, yeah, that's it, I've made it. What if Steve Jobs stopped at 10 million? Yeah, that's it, I've made it. I don't even know the one of Amazon's name I was trying to think of. Jeff, 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 Be- Bezos. Jeff, Jeff Bezos. What if he stopped at 1 billion? And sat there and said, that's enough. You're, no. No. And even like Bill Gates, he's worth what, 100 billion now? He wants to give 95% to charity. It's not about having that money. It's not about that. It's Warren Buffett drives, he's one of the richest people in the world. And he drives a seven-year-old Cadillac, goes into the same, lives in the same house that he's always lived in. And he, had, he spends $5 every morning for breakfast at McDonald's. It's not about the, it's not, the figure is nothing. Mm. It's, it's, that it's you. I done that. I got there. That, like, and I think, I don't think there's ever going to be satisfaction in the case of, satisfaction with life and fam, yes. But I mean, where I want to go, nah. you got, what's his name? The guy that owns Virgin? Richard Branson. Richard Branson trying to go to the moon. You've got, what's his name? The guy that owns Tesla. Uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk trying to go to Mars. Like there is no end. Yeah. There is no like. Once you get to a point, you get like, to a point where knew, I don't even want to be on Earth anymore. I yeah. want to go to Mars. <laughs> it's like like yeah. how fucking like there's you, there, there is like there, there's no glass like there's no glass ceiling. Mm. When they say sky is the limit, sky is no longer the limit. And Space <laughs> literally. <laughs> And it, it goes down to, um, I used to have an enge- a mechanical engineer teacher when I used to do engineering. And the quote that he used to always say to us was, shoot for the moon, and if you miss, you're among the stars. And literally, me and my life is going to be like, that's where I want to be. And that's, I, it's, it's, it might sound so like small to some people, they'll, they'll, they'll be probably watching this now and going, this guy's dreaming, thinking he's gonna become a billionaire. Or this guy's this. But I'm sorry. Dreaming. For what I've, uh, what I've achieved in one year, I think I can. And I believe I can. And then when um, Jeff Bezos done that interview when he was sitting there in his garage and he had spray painted Amazon.com on his wall, they were saying the same thing. So it's, it's, you have to dream massive. Don't dream big, dream massive. Mm. And don't stop dreaming until it's reality. And I think I think that's what that's what it's gonna be. Whereas your position of yeah, that's what it, that's where it is. That's that's what, that's, what, that's what it's gonna be. That's sick, man. That's the result. And you know what, like man, the way your four months have connected is is lit, man. And I guess <laughs> that's where we end with the four man. Yeah. There's not much to say. You've said it all. <laughs> yeah. it? So like with uniform of other episodes, man. Let's let's hit up what song because I know yeah. Like, this guy, yeah, hey, I'm this guy, listen, when, when he's driving, man, don't listen to no drill or nothing. I'm out here with the classicals, Mozart's and them man there, yeah? So hit me, man. What what song would you say pushes you or helps you or, or guides you over time? That's a, that's a massive question. That's a huge question. What song? That's a tough one. Because I've got my feel-good songs where if I'm... Annoyed, mm. I'll slap it on, or if whatever. But that song that pushes me, oh, Kelly's cancelled. <laughs> but even no, I don't know. I I I don't think that I have a song that's gonna sit there and there's like tunes that would gas you up and you're like, 
Whatever, but it gets you up in a whole different way. Mm. But I don't think there's a song that pushes me. There's there's movies that I watch to to sit there and go change the game. Hit us. But it's so cliche. Like it's so cliche. It's calm. So Wolf of Wall Street is hundred percent one of them. Like if you don't, if you, <laughs> like if that doesn't motivate you, yeah. Like I'm sorry. Like you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything with it. Um, Limitless, hundred percent. Mm. But then you've got that news. Um, Kevin Hart documentary of don't fuck, don't f this up. You can swear. I gotta say, yeah, yeah, that one. So you've you've got that where I was literally just browsing through Netflix, hit the first episode, watching it, and it was like, this guy has drive. Like, yeah, he's this funny guy you see on stage, but this guy works for it. Mm. And I just, I sat there and I was addicted to it. I just went boom, episode after episode until I finished the whole series in, in one sitting. And I just got up and said, yep, that's, that's someone that understands like what's going on here in me. Well, I don't see other people, but that's someone that understands it. Like, who would have thought you would have made that as a comedian? Mm. Let's be honest, I wouldn't have thought that. If, he's hilarious, but if he came up to me at the beginning and when it shows when he was young and he, told, he said he's going to do stand-up comedy, I said, no, shut up, man. <laughs> How are you going to get paid? And now look at him, where he's got his own production team and he's got his own... On, on brand and it's, that's that's literally right there. That's it. It's that's 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 where I want to be. That's my result. That's everything. Is there that his drive? I want that drive. He's got bigger drive than me. I want, and that's why he's where he is. I want that drive. And then that's it. But music wise, just relax. You're on the, the old school. <laughs> that's it. That's me in my zone. That just that winds me down. That's it. Sick man. Hmm? Book. Any book that you read or that you've read? I'm not a big reader. I'm so dyslexic. I can't read. Like I'm sitting there going, even in my head going. Uh, uh, uh. But um, I def- I listened to the audiobook of Rich Dad Poor Dad, and that is if anybody's looking for inspiration, anybody needs that push. That is that's somewhere to start. It's once you read that, and it's the difference of. Of both worlds and and it's broken down where you could understand it and where success lies and it's not just about financials it's literally about work ethic and that's it that's it that was a huge one for me as well once I listened to that book I was like yo sounds weird me saying I listened to that book but <laughs> once I listened to that like listen to the audio book it was I was like yo it woke me up big time big time and then I always, I'll, I'll always reference back to it. Hundred percent, always reference back to it. And that's it. Wavy man. <laughs> Grace. <laughs> Last but not least, yeah. I want you to look into the camera, <clears throat> and I want you to say your message to the world, man. Whatever you're doing, do it at, at your best, and keep pushing. Um, there's people that are successful in anything. Success doesn't only lie in money. Do what you love and do it to your best ability. And do what you're good at. And you'll get there. That's it. Grace. <laughs> Thank you so oh, much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me, man. Bro, this is being sit down. <laughs> We're about to stand up. <laughs> Told you. I've got the fattest crampy. I haven't been moving the Told whole time. Told you. Oh, what, you minutes, yeah? Told you. you. I told you once you're in it. One take, bro. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you.